Welcome to Tearsheet's Outlier Podcast. This subscriber-only podcast is exclusive for our Outlier members. We go deeper with subject matter experts to take actionable steps that can impact your business and practice. I'm Zach Miller, Editor-in-Chief at Tearsheet. Today's guest is Dan Vigella, a global expert on artificial intelligence and its use cases for financial services. Dan's the founder and head of research at Emerge, a research and advisory company on AI. Dan takes a practical approach when it comes to discussing AI's potential in financial services. The adoption challenge for banks taking up AI is real. He's pulled them and has built a framework around them and how to overcome the hurdles. We talk about concrete use cases for AI in the front office and where we're headed when it comes to cross-selling or customer acquisition. Dan Fagel is my guest today on the Outlier Podcast. To hear this audio and to access all of our exclusive member-only material, head on over to tearsheet.co slash outlier. I wanted to tell you about Tearsheet's newest online conference, Day-to-Day 2020. Entire financial ecosystems are emerging around financial institutions and large fintech companies with data at its core. We're spending three days hearing from top executives at firms like Fiserv, MX, Wells Fargo, Investnet Yodley, Plaid, and more about how they are best leveraging customer data to help deliver better products and services. Day-to-Day 2020 is all about data sharing, data aggregation, and personalization. It's about the future of finance. For more information, click on the day-to-day conference button at the top of our website, tearsheet.co. Yeah, my name is Dan Fagella. I'm the head of research and CEO at Emerge Artificial Intelligence Research. So we're, you could think about us like a very boutique forester or gardener, but we only have one focus, and that's the ROI of artificial intelligence in financial services. Artificial intelligence sort of has a somewhat storied history in financial services. You know, the uh, before there were Google and there was, uh, you know, Facebook and everybody moved to Silicon Valley when they got a, a, an awesome AI degree from MIT or Carnegie Mellon, um, they all moved to New York. Uh, so that was the original place where the AI talent would cluster after they graduated. Um, and so there's applications around fraud and around, um, uh, you know, trading uh, where artificial intelligence kind of had a bit of a history. Um, We look at two main things. Number one, what is the evidence of ROI? We do hard work, primary research, and figure out what's the hard return on investment financially of these technologies. The second is, which of them are inevitable? That is to say, the AI researchers, the startups, and the people buying the tech within banking all are of agreement that this really is sort of a no turning back, going to change the way we do business trend. And there are plenty of those in finance, but we're in very early days. Short version. Yes, there's a lot that's required to kind of get AI off the ground. Um, uh, Among those ingredients would be some semblance of in-house data science talent. The thought that we could just be ignorant to AI, to how AI works, to the implications of AI, the challenges of AI, and then a vendor could come in and kind of like make AI work, you know, plug AI in. Yeah, do some AI for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an exceedingly naive notion. There's... uh, Two main factors we can talk about there. Um, One is that uh, as one of our research advisors, who's the former head of AI at HSBC, so kind of a rare rare fella in terms of actually seeing this stuff hit the ground within a big stodgy financial institution, um, he he talks about the, the predominant import of where are our existing IT budgets, IT teams, and automation efforts going. Now, should we class AI under automation? The correct answer is not precisely. It's really not the same as RPA. It's not the same as just, you know, write a software that will do what the human does 
to make sure we can cut down on time or cost it. AI is not really that. However, it often gets classed under that for better or for worse. And most of the time that's for worse, but for right now, for better or for worse, it's where it gets classed. So existing IT teams, existing IT budgets, um, and uh, existing automation efforts is where AI will often find its home. Uh, th that's one element. And so areas like compliance, for example, have a lot of attention focused there. Uh, fraud has a lot of attention focused there. A another big point here is culture. So um, banks are sort of risk focused as a culture, I think particularly after 2008. Um, now I was definitely not involved in the financial services industry in 2008. I was an undergrad uh, back then. Um, but, but since that time, uh, you know, the fear of regulatory implications is sort of gargantuan and an emphasis on kind of playing defense um, and playing it safe and, and really being quite careful about what we do when we go on the offense um, seems pretty hard baked into the culture. And so where, where attention goes, energy flows and, uh, you know, compliance fraud are going to get that before, you know, nifty chatbot. So that's, that's one element. There's a second uh, bit here, or maybe that's a third if I listened to already, uh, that's almost never spoken about, but I'd really like to talk about uh, the, the topic of skill, Zach. So I'll, I'll give you two different kind of skill sets that, that should be understood as kind of separate categories. One is the skill set of getting artificial intelligence to produce a particular kind of result somewhat reliably. So this is something you can learn in school. You, you go to Carnegie Mellon, you go to Stanford, you get a good degree. Um, you know, you get enough data, you get enough context with business people. You can probably figure out how to train an algorithm to, to get some kind of an output that's reasonably effective. So an example we could do here, Zach, would be like enterprise search. So I want to search for mortgage documents with all these, you know, cool little, uh, you know, side search features and be able to really find similar documents, you know, even if it isn't labeled, even if it hasn't been scanned in some kind of OCR sense, so we know all the text in it. Like I, I want to be able to search my physical and my digital files all at once and find documents that are similar to this one. If a, document, if a document search application like that within a bank works 80% of the time, and then 20% of the time it just utterly fails, but it's still better than any other tool we have, so whatever. 80% of the time we use it and it's good enough. It gets a result every now and again. Um, that's perfectly fine for applications that we use inside of, of the bank. Um, for applications that are going to directly interface with the customer, in, to some degree fraud fits this bill, uh, but, but not nearly the same as customer service. Uh, when it comes to customer service oriented applications, so actually chatting with a customer, um, we now need something much less than 80% working rate. Uh, so what this implies is we need really snugly bounded reality of what kinds of tickets and inquiries we can handle with this algorithm and which ones we can't. We need really, really fast methods of routing these messages immediately to a human being as soon as we get to the end of the rope of what our AI program is actually capable of doing. And we need a really massively swift iteration schedule to be able to determine how well we're understanding different categories of inquiries, where we're dropping the ball and breaking customer relationships and screwing up and being able to patch those holes really quickly and retrain things and retest things. And that flywheel that I'm articulating right now, that flywheel of skills is much more rare than having a PhD from an Ivy League school. It's much more rare. And almost everybody with that skill set is in Silicon Valley. So the banking world is going to take quite a while to suck up enough of those people to develop enough of those skills 
um, uh, to, to, to hear leverage this that audio so that makes the and to access all of our exclusive member-only material, head on over to tearsheet.co slash outlier.